Welcome to Don't Wake the Kids podcast episode 29. I'm your co-host Ryan. And I'm Samantha. So welcome to the podcast where we have discussions about things that take place after the kids go down. Or whatever we want, basically. But they're just asleep. They are. Well, hopefully. Is Ty asleep? uh, He wasn't when I was up there last. He was taking off his clothes. Oh, uh, sure. Uh Uh-huh. He was too hot, he said. Oh, he's too hot now. I think he just uh-huh. likes, he's in that phase, you said. Yeah. He's, the naked phase. He's in his naked phase, which he hid a little later than Sebastian. Sebastian <laughs> was in his naked phase around two and a half to like three and a half. And I worse, thought worse. he was never going to wear clothes. You know, I know, we wear him outside of the house, obviously. But every time we got inside that door, he just stripped down to his undies. And... <laughs> You know, like he would go outside and hang out with the dog or eat his popsicle outside. And I and I just felt like the neighbors were judging us. Like, we don't ever dress our kids. Which That's kid? The, Here? Yeah. Oh. Here. That's why I was a little bit, you know, when Tiny didn't start off with his naked face at the same age, I was like, ooh, maybe we're going to skip that. And I always tried to promote clothing. Which then I felt a little guilty about because I'm not letting them be free. Like I wasn't, you know, with Sebastian, I was just like, whatever, just do it. And then with Atticus, I'm like, well, I don't want him to be naked all the time. So I'm like, just put on pants, man. And he was like, all right. But now he's like, no, I'm hot. And so now he's taking off everything. And so I'm trying to let it be. You keep trying to make him more no, clothes too. I only want him to wear a shirt so that. That when a dog jumps on him, it won't scratch him. That's my main thing. I can't tell him that. Like, please put a shirt on so you don't get scratched. Yeah. It's really about if he's not wearing pants, he's fine. But the other day, he did. He slept with an ice pack, which I was trying not to get concerned about. I didn't look it up or anything. He's fine. He's, he's fine. Just, because why would you need to sleep with an ice pack in an air-conditioned house? You know? He's fine. It's all. It's fine. Um, the thing I've noticed... I don't know if he does this for you, but he will now walk outside just buck naked. Like, like he'll have a shirt on, but no, like, he's come out several times. That's not buck naked. Well, the lower half of the hemisphere so, is naked. Without any underwear on? That is correct. That is a problem. Yeah. What are you talking about? He comes out without any underwear on. Outside? Yes. And where are you? Like, I, like I'll... Like one time, I he was I, he was going to the bathroom and I went to go out to grab something out of the front yard and he started uh-huh. coming out. I was like, "Whoa!" Yeah, hard pass on nude on nude babies outside. I don't think he understands that decorum quite yet. Mm. Um, I don't know when they understand that, that decorum. <laughs> like when they go, "Oh wait, maybe I shouldn't be outside naked." This seems off to him. It seems on. He's right. That's why he's always yeah. dropping his drawer. Like he has to go potty. He's like, "I gotta go right now." Like, whoa, 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 what are you doing, man? I'm going to pee. I'm like, yeah, you have to just let's go inside. Yeah, it's he like, likes it's, to go outside. It's like two minutes it's inside. Fun. Why is it fun? Because it's, you're out. What do you mean? You know why it's fun. Don't pretend you never peed outside. I Don't pee pretend outside, sure. it wasn't recently either. Recently? Yeah. I, I haven't recently peed outside. What's recent to you? I don't know what's recent to you. Oh, within the last year. Oh. Uh, I feel oh, probably. Oh, well, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you're like you're like the last like month or week or something. No, week. no, yeah, no. no. I, you know how long it's been since I've peed outside? A day? Never. Okay, I was close with a day, right? Though. <laughs> All right. Um, what are we drinking? As we often discuss. You start off. Well, I'll start off because mine is boring. I'm drinking water. Why are you drinking Today? water? 
because I just feel like drinking water. Fair Is enough. that all right? I, Gosh, I just, way to I'm not judge trying to pressure people. you. I just was trying to clarify for our audience. What did you want to clarify? I don't know if there's a reason. Like you're trying to stay hydrated. I mean, sure. Um, I am drinking. Uh, it's called Havana Sunrise. Uh, from Trapdoor Brewery, and it's um, a coffee and coconut tropical breakfast stout. Tropical breakfast stout. Yes, I really liked that. I appreciated that term because it made me feel like, all right, then people do drink beer in the day. And that is actually why I am not drinking today is because a couple of days ago, babe, when, um, stop looking at your beer. I'm talking to you. Yeah. A couple of days ago, you're still doing it. It'll still be I, Oh, I saw something on. I'll, I'll read it later. Go ahead. A couple of days ago when I started day drinking on... What was that? It was a weekend, maybe. Doesn't matter for you. I don't know. <laughs> it's COVID still. And I didn't have work. So what's the big deal? As your beer can says, there are breakfast stouts. Is that what it was that you have? Uh, yeah. So um, anyway, so I started drinking around... 12 you know i waited till lunch and was this uh, while i was at work no wait maybe and my mom and i were hanging out oh and i was drinking that cider so anyway one of that place that where norm goes um cheers ryan is norm in case you missed the last couple podcasts (laughs) ryan has his they don't know me by name they don't they don't know i don't think they know me Visually. Next time you're there, say, hey, I'm Ryan. Every time I come in henceforth, I would like to you to address me as such. Hey, Ryan. And give him a little Who example. Who says that? Who says, I would like to be addressed as Ryan when I arrive? <laughs> like, you're making a reservation. <laughs> anyway, so I was drinking a growler all to myself during the day. And then we had to go to Costco. Sure. And then I was not prepared for that which no this wasn't the same day this yes, is the, it was I think, there was multiple days no, where you were drinking that was before the same day i drank the cider that was delicious because it tastes like grape juice which made it go down really easy because usually i don't like cider so it tasted like juice it was hot outside i had just done that outside brought my chair out there i planted my beautiful flowers so i decided you know today i'm gonna drink all day just see what that's like because i i know people that do that and they're fine so that night well after after costco um well during okay here's the here's the problem you didn't you didn't tell me how absolutely no one would be wearing masks everyone was wearing masks except for a couple people wrong several several groups of individuals uh what's your definition i would say the majority the majority of people were wearing masks uh Mm, yes, the majority were. T- in, it was 50 50. It me. wasn't 50 50 at all. It was, it was like, if anything, it was probably about 20 80. It was 50 50. 20% of the people it. did not wear and masks, I get including it. the greeters. If you are vaccinated, sure. I'm vaccinated. Sure. But. You'll be fully vaccinated this Tuesday, right? Yes, but I'm not there yet. Or Wednesday? I'm not. Even, even after Tuesday, <clears throat> I'm still going to wear a mask. It's just. And you know, it's just like. <laughs> Especially, you know, all, a lot of those people aren't vaccinated. No offense, but haircuts don't lie, as you always say. And you know they're not vaccinated. I think that pertains in this sort of It thing. does. It does. <laughs> if you're like... No. A, 
What if? Mm -mm. <laughs> stop right there. <laughs> anyway, let's go back to the part where you were just drunk in Costco. Yeah, and and apparently I was embarrassing you. I was the embarrassing. <laughs> you one. were yelling and pointing at people. These people are disgusting. I don't want to see their naked faces. And you were pointing at people like that person, like that person, that person there. I she knows what I'm talking about because she's got no mask on. I wasn't yelling. I wasn't yelling. You weren't whispering. Why would I whisper? You weren't even that? talking in a room. That room voice. It was definitely louder. So do you think they heard me? Oh, absolutely. Good. <laughs> and they don't care. And neither do I. <laughs> I so, well, well, okay. So I won't so be heading over there. Technically, where we're at soon. though, like, was it? State of Washington hasn't clarified that. Just the CDC says it's. Not, you, know, you can if you've been vaccinated, fully Except vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask. They had and they have that sign at the door. Because the state has not it has not trickled down to the, to the state. No, they said that you don't. Oh, the state said that too. Well, it just says the like, CDC you are no says longer. it. I don't think today when but I was at it's also up to private businesses. So I think Costco made that call. Yeah, everyone's business. making that call. I always thought the state trumped the the um, the private business. No, because what it was like so so where there were times where the state was more lax than than the private businesses were. Like Costco said, like because they were one of the first ones to go. Yeah, we're requiring masks. They're I think they were they were the first big chain, which was surprising. But I feel like no, it's like if it's a state mandate, then yeah, they have to follow it or they can get fined. But they also can still. I mean, it's not a state mandate, but they can still require it as a business. No one's gonna get fined. I mean, a, a business. Maybe. Well, no, the, yeah, there and they did. Businesses did get fined sure. for allowing people. People were Are you reporting saying the state, the salons state? and stuff like that. People tried to support the salon that I worked at, even though they were following all the regulations. So people were, you know. But currently, what is the state guidelines asking for? Masks or no masks? I don't know. I think they're still. I still think they're still doing masks. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. No, they're not. They're no masks. No, because otherwise. Um, those people, if the state was asking it, then those stores would have That's to follow it. That's what I thought. It. Yes. So. Now, in schools and stuff, I don't know about But still 80% of people were wearing masks. I'd say 50. <laughs> you say, but you were also 50% drunk. <laughs> if we were. Okay? That's not that much. That's still like, You were a little more than that, I would say. But I'm, I'm just trying, trying to... All yeah. I had was just one growler, a little less. And I had all I had was a sixty-four ounce growler to myself. Less, a little, a little less. less. So sixty ounce and, growler, really, pretty and much. And a pint. And that's a pint of whatever. Of a, a I mean, we're just, who's doing math? Nobody, not me. I'm just a lightweight now. Sure. Because that was all day long. Anyway, so that night, I woke up with the and I was all dizzy, and so then I was like, okay, and that makes me nervous. So I was like, I can't. That's why I'm drinking water. Yeah, um, I just wanted because this is the thing I keep looking at the can. I want to mm -hmm. read it to you because it says here, um, "Best by eleven a.m." because it's five o'clock somewhere. See, all right. <laughs> best by <laughs> this beer is best <laughs> by eleven a.m. That's really funny. Um, I think I want to kind of mention as this, as we start this uh, episode is that um, we are trying something different with the audio. We've gotten two mics here set up and i'm going to try some filters hopefully it sounds a little better on your end let us know they won't they won't but, but if the, i hope it sounds better for you guys <laughs> want to have a better radio voice here's the thing i want to do before we go into this week in geek 
um, I had this idea that I want us to this summer do like a, a what is it called with the movies like March Madness kind of thing with 80s movies specifically 80s movies maybe even like we could even narrow it down to like John Hughes films or something because I've seen you know a lot of them we could, do, we could do about like maybe like 80 through 84 and 85 through oh, something like that oh yeah stuff like that but I want our listeners to comment on something however you would spread information to us to give movie suggestions oh. if you have a favorite 80s film it's i probably haven't seen it so you probably haven't seen it if probably. it's a favorite 80s film i, ha- I don't like, feel like i've seen i feel like you've seen I've a lot seen of 80s a films pre- a lot of a good amount of john hughes films not that many that's like the majority of the 80s films and working girl is my favorite one of my favorite movies just ever and that's the that you know like there's some 80s movie anyway i'm 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 guessing a lot of people have a lot of opinions and how are is it you and i are going to play this march madness game until yeah. we figure it out we'll watch the movies oh, that we're watch are all suggested the movie- oh and we'll talk about them and, only if they're suggested then so we're not even picking them we're letting other people pick them i mean if people actually pick them otherwise we'll have to pick them okay yeah okay so somehow Relay to us. I like how, you know what's interesting is 80s films always get tied to summer. Yeah. You ever notice that? Mm-hmm. Like summer outing movies or like movies out in the park and stuff like right. that. It's always yeah. 80s films. It's nostalgic now. Sure. I think it's that, that it's moved now into like the 90s and 2000s now the films of the classic films that people consider classics now. 2000s? Yeah. Like uh, Elf is you know, in the 2000s. That's well, considered a classic. I mean, that's kind of, yeah, sure. I wouldn't call that a classic, but I'm a purist. Hmm. I it's one of my movies, my how Christmas not, how movies that not, I watch every year. How would Elf not be old, a classic? It's not old enough to be a classic. How old does it have to be to be a classic? Like right now, for us, I think Home Alone is a classic, that's and that's 90s. barely cut. That's pushing it. That's like our that's like our generation uh, classic. It's not really a classic. Is it not? No. I think it is a classic. No, there's actually um, a, what, what a definition of a classic movie. And a movie that we liked a lot and watched every year is not the definition. But I don't know what it is right now. It's funny that you bring up um, like classic movies and stuff like that because the topic of today is mm-hmm. legacy and legacies. And so I thought I'd kick it off, though, with a little bit about uh, with a Weekend Geek reference and then kind of move from there. All right. Sounds All right. good. So for this week in geek, I wanted to share, we'll talk a little about as we're talking about legacies. Um, there is this show that's on Netflix now that came out probably about maybe a month ago or so called Jupiter's Legacy. It's based off a comic book by Mark Millar and uh, art by Frank Quietly. Quietly. Anyways, uh, part of the thing that's funny right now, I want to get out, out right now, is that you've seen some of this, the movie, the show as I've been watching. It's really weird. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought you read the comic, but uh, I want to preface this with, I just found out um, this, like, past week they've already canceled the show they won't make another season oh, really how many episodes are there there's eight episodes i don't know where it ended so i'm only halfway through the show so i don't know where they end uh-huh. um and it was kind of like a shock to the people and, and since they've canceled it the they, they canceled before i guess they got the feedback and reviews and the reviews came back and like the, it, it scored really high in viewing on streaming like it's the one of the top weird. streaming shows and they've already canceled it 
And then cancel pursue- it. Um, They'll do anything. So for I'm money. not sure. I don't know. Not knowing where the show ends, I would, and knowing where the 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 comic books went, it seems like one. It was a weird one to start off with. Okay, so let's rewind a bit back. So the the writer Mark Millar, I actually like this writer, but um, he's somewhat a controversial writer. I I akin him to kind of like the Michael Bay of comic mm-hmm. book writers. Why is he controversial? Just I mean, like he he does a lot for like shock and value and then he also is known for as he's he he writes his books with the intention that they get picked up as either movies or tv properties right so when he drew um so he did the uh, movie wanted i don't know if you remember Mm -hmm. wanted with uh yep individually and um and uh the good looking one the good looking one professor james mcavoy yeah Yeah. so (laughs) he drew the comic book that james mcavoy's character was drawn as eminem with the intention that that yeah, would be the... Yeah, that's weird. So, uh, he didn't draw, but, but he, you, he, no. he, he had the yeah. intention. And you, so you like his writing, though. Yeah. I mean, he's responsible for actually getting me back his... So, he wrote um, Marvel Civil War, which got me back into comic books, because I was kind of lackadaisy after just too much goofiness. Like, after Superman died, everyone started dying. Like, Spider-Man got multiple clones, and like... Batman got his back broken. It's just like really depressing. Like, well, all my heroes were dying, and mm-hmm. they were just doing really. Just, so I, I kind of stepped away, and this kind of brought me back. You stepped away from superheroes. No, I just stepped away from like, uh, like I had. It, it just so happened when I, it happened around the time when I moved, and so I hadn't picked up a subscription locally when I moved back oh, to okay. Washington. So, so I you left. Like, you left behind comic books. Um. Yeah, I did. Oh I did. Oh my gosh! I don't know this part in your history so there's a whole like about i'd say three 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 year section that i I really didn't get into comics back until like i was probably like back into high school again three years about two three years i think i so there's like big gaps where i I, like i would see like comics about and go oh that looks cool what's going on how would you see comics about like the the only place i see comic books books about is here like fred myers and stuff used to have in the magazine sections and stuff like one or two or like something like that and like i forgot about magazine sections yeah they used to have those and that's anyways so mark anyway so this the show got canceled and i'm i'm and they've already announced that okay mark millar has signed on exclusively with netflix so all his properties he calls it uh uh, Miller World or something like that because uh, whatever because he has a whole brand he does a lot of he's, he's done Kick-Ass mm-hmm. he's done um, he does a whole bunch of other stuff that, that's been picked up already but they're making they're also going to make eventually the property that I'm most interested in that he's done called um, it was called Chosen when it was written but it's been re- yeah. re-labeled American Jesus oh that's a w- no. yeah I don't know why they did that but it, it was originally called Chosen it's a really good uh, short story like it was like five Single issues, so one trade, and um, very good. Anyways, Netflix is supposed to be making that, so I'm interested in that. But um, this one, uh, he started doing these more independent stuff again and again. He got really big, and like um, this particular one, Jupiter Legacy, I had read, I picked up the first one, like the first volume on trade, just because I like his stuff. I knew I was going to like it no matter what. And I, and I like. Tell to the people again what trade means trade paperback mm-hmm. meaning like it's usually a collection of single comic book issues after the issues come out they release uh usually hardback and then they do a, a paperback um, is that that's so you could feel like you're reading a book 
It's also so you don't have to wait. So you feel like it's kind of like a Netflix drops a show, you know, and it's the entire mm-hmm. show, the whole entire season. You don't have to wait yeah. uh, weekly. Um, I'm kind of going more into that mostly because when I like to reread stuff, I don't like to go back to single issues because then I'm reading a single issue and I'm like, I, unless I have it like in front of me, like in a file, you right? Know? Which you do? No, I don't. I mean, well, I would if I if I could just go into my office and just do, and just do that. But can't you? No, I don't. I mean, I don't. Then why do you have all of those? Because I, I, eventually I would like to have in a place where I can I can do that and go through them. Through them. Oh, so we still want to keep collecting the single issues. I, I, still. Th- so both. There are some that I would like, once they're complete, I, I, I'm, I'm thinking about selling those to get the trades, if I really like and them. And so why are you always on me? I only have two ukuleles. Just two. Three. No. I bought two. One was a grade in college. Uh, four, if you count no, if you count uh, tinies. You don't count tinies because who did you say it was? Tinies. I have two and one that I made. I don't make fun of you for having too many ukuleles. It's not about I'm well, sure you do. But it's I do, not but that, I don't, I don't but, care. But know that you have way more money in the comic books than I have in two instruments. I, the longer I've gone, actually not the longer I've gone, the older I've gotten, the, the less... Concerned I am with keeping the gun. There's only certain ones I, I like to keep because it's like they're more like memories. Like when you, mm-hmm. like books when you read back in the day sure. or movies, you're like that brings you back. Like that's why I keep them. Um, I'm also big on like uh, I only have like a handful. You with me when we did those comic book signings? So I keep those. Sure. Yeah. Um, but like I'm not. I mean, people. Oh, that one guy who was passing out the water bottles. He didn't. He didn't. Sign Robert your Kirkman. Robert Kirkman. That his name is Robert Kirkman, the, the creator of The Walking Dead. Sure. Yeah. Invincible. Did he sign your? You had him um, sign something. I hope, book. please, but Lord. You didn't have him sign. Oh, any you had of your something. Walking Dead. I had something. That I must I have had, had something about Robert Kirkman. I had a Kirkman. poster. That's you know. I have to check and see. Anyway, so. Um, Anyways, yeah. I know some. I know some people though. Yeah. Um. I think Mark Millar is actually British as well. I could be wrong. Mark Millar. I could be wrong. Um, so, okay. He might also about... be Catholic. I'm not sure. He also might be a man. We don't know. He's, he's, he is a man. <laughs> and he has curly hair. That's all I know. Um, um, so you were talking about Jupiter's Legacy, which I've seen. I thought for some reason that you had read the, the No, tree, I've but... only seen it. I've only moved it from the bathroom to wherever. <laughs> I've That's seen rude. it around That's a rude. lot. But true. Um, it's not one of my favorites of his like honestly like the, the stuff he's written so it's like kind of like oh that's kind of a weird one to pick up to, to do first you know um especially since it's all about like superheroes and it's kind of like oh well like it's kind of been there's too much like you gotta you gotta you gotta make sure yours is more unique and i think that's kind of the problem it, it had when it first launched and that's why the first reviews were kind of like with, with the show were kind of like lackadaisy and you know whatever and um and I, once the show came out i went back and i wanted to read them in order they changed the order they pulled up pulled a narnia on me um and the the second volume which was released you know after the first volume mm-hmm. is now the first volume mm-hmm. and how they do that is so because it's about jupiter's legacy there's, oh, there's a whole it. beginning mm-hmm. like where mm-hmm. they were as yeah. old and like golden age superheroes right. and then where they are now and stuff so they pulled the what's his name tarantino uh sure i don't know i was thinking that guy who wrote star wars uh, who wrote Star Wars? The guy who's famous. I can see his face. I want to say John Williams, <laughs> but that's the guy who oh, wrote wait. the music. Oh, George, George Lucas? George Lucas. Oh, I thought you were talking about no, someone George else. Lucas. I thought, okay. 
Yes, George Lucas. Kind of like, yeah, they pulled a George Lucas. Um, which kind of made sense and kind of didn't because in the original volume, they, or the premise of Jupiter's Legacy is that, and this is why it kind of didn't catch me at first until you read its entirety, is that, like, um, basically this guy, this guy has uh, these visions and he wants, and he gets a calling to this mysterious island and he shows up and um, I think they, like, they, they are very, like, hidden about what he what happens and they're never fully fleshed out but that he um basically everyone who was joining with with at this island they all came back with superpowers and so they are the superheroes and so like um kind of like they talk about how they were this these big superhero teams like mentioned the justice league but like in a golden age justice league you know and so but the rest of that first volume is really about uh, their their kids and the, the the legacy that they leave with their kids and how their kids grew up with their parents as these you know Superman Wonder Woman stuff heroes and just how they've like and you saw a little bit of the show like like they don't really feel some feel the calling to it like a son tries to be a superhero and the, and the daughter doesn't want to do anything with and it and the son tries and the dad's a douche to him yeah there's all that so I don't really know where the show left off <coughs> but it's um. I mean, and so that's why the, the next, the earlier volumes are all with them, like, like Golden Age stuff, which is weird because, like, they made this whole Golden Age section, which you think, oh, like, very bright colors, flamboyant colors, and just real things, but, but the stuff it dealt with were, like, one of the characters was, was um, uh, in terms of being gay, or, and, like, how he had to hide it, and stuff like that, and, like, this, there's all these kind of weird things that made it, like, um, usually when you do a flashback, everything's, like, all nice and bubbly, and, like, you know, it's 19-whatever, but it really is <laughs> yeah. not so much and I guess that's what that was about anywho that's only if you do a flashback to the 80s sure the 90s you know Wonder Woman whatever what was that 84 or something yeah so I mean I don't know I don't want to I don't know having not knowing where this show ends up because I have four more episodes left um I don't want to spoil what happens in the books but basically something happens and 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 to this main group or, or uh, something happens and they they they're gone and so now it's all about what do their kids do do they st- do they st- they they step up and try to be superheroes or not um, hence legacy so it's kind of talks about like and and the and the parents and stuff like you I mean like what's the guy's name who plays the lead guy Josh Dumont yeah how he he was trying to come off as this kind of like Captain America as style uh-huh. where he's like you know old school American values and like and in the books it talks about like he doesn't want to get involved with politics whereas that his brother wants to get involved in politics because he's like mm-hmm. he's like we can fix this he's like we're smarter than them we can we can fix we can change these things like he's like that's not our role that's not our job um, we're supposed to we're just supposed to be here to protect and do whatever so and and, and spoilers because I don't think they have good I'm not sure how they get into it but they get powers from aliens and that's and they don't ever go any further into that which is kind of disappointing because um, it's just like like you want to know more about like, what what happened, and that the premise is just that he, that they gave these select humans powers to to change the course or to recorrect the course of human history, and that's why it's girls. You look like you have a question. No. Oh. I'm just waiting. Oh. Okay. But um. Uh. So yeah. That's and kind of wanted to kick off our topic on legacy. Well, before you say anything else about that, I have a little something. Mm. Nothing interesting. <laughs> but well then you come to the right place this podcast <laughs> uh so i told you about how there was that drama 
and charm uh, on on which okay oh, OG charmed like you know me or new charmed both so I watched charmed which you let out of the bag and I've that's because I used to watch you're so charmed defensive back in the day just admit to it just you know hold, just be brave back in the nineties sure two, who did early two, it was nineties I don't remember when it, I think late nineties I watched 2000s. Buffy right everyone watched well, 2000s, Buffy two thousands but but um that was more acceptable I think anyway so um. You know me, like when you're watching Jupiter's Legacy, I'm looking up the actors. You know, I'm like, that looks like Josh Dumont. What are him and Fergie up to? Apparently divorced, unfortunately. That's too bad. I know. I wish they could have made it work. They have a son. Anyway, um, you know, it happens. Good news for Ben, though, I hear. Ben and... No? Who? Oh, yeah. Ben Affleck and... Um, Jennifer Lopez. Jennifer Lopez, yeah. So I, I weird. sometimes forget. Wasn't he also with... Uh, Jennifer Garner? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Does mm-hmm. he have kids with them? Her? A lot. And I have kids with three. No, none with J Lo. Really? Yeah. Was J Lo first? J Lo was a short time. J Lo was first. Yes. But man, I love Jennifer Garner. I don't know J Lo. Well, I don't know any of them. But I so do, anyway, I'm personally. usually looking up their personal lives, which oftentimes gets me into a situation, like it did this time with Charmed, because the original cast is all pissed off about the new cast and that they don't like you know like there's some sort of drama between the old and the new like they feel like it should not have been redone and yeah because it's a property that was so strong in the 90s that should just kept core and that's what they said oh no i know but they said that that. they said that it was like i was being facetious all of that no i know you were but all of that belonged to them like the people who did it back then and like it's all being done now just for money and all this stuff and i was like it was done for money back then too well yes and that was i mean i guess they had problems with the writers and with the um company who Who was an original cast of charmed holly marie combs who she i mean she's been around she was i think she was in some 80s movies i think i feel like i need to look this up. you'll know her once you see her um she was in some like lifetime movies anyway you kind of it's not like i don't know if you'd recall her if you hear her name she was in pretty little liars anyway uh so her and then uh the shannon doherty and Alyssa milano and then rose mcgowan anyway so wow there, so, uh, so this new cast. What I like about it is that the women, all three of them, are women of color, which is interesting. Which is a nice Hold on. take on things because obviously the first, I mean, you know, the first one didn't deal with any of that. We're in a different time now. Um, shows that are on CW, like we've talked about, are usually they seem like they're trying to be more inclusive and diverse and aware of like things that are going on, which I appreciate. Um, you know, being brown, I rarely get to see, and you know how much I love magic, you know? I mean, I love, you know, Harry Potter, anything magic, Buffy, all that. How many, like, characters did magic that looked like me, you know, back in the day? It, I don't, I don't know that I could think of any, like, prominent, you know, so this was nice to see all to see that to see somebody who looked like me, even though it's I mean it's just a dumb you know witch show, but I like it. Is it's there a black person in Harry Potter that does magic? I mean, in the movie there is like a small you who? know what I'm, 
I'm, I know I've seen one. That's not great. <laughs> so I'm pretty what, sure there's someone black so, that does magic. So basically, uh, one of the cast members of the new Charmed said something like that. Like, why are you basically telling them like how this is petty? You know, we, you shouldn't be attacking other women. You know, like this is right. like especially it's something that you know. And yeah, and it was just like it's unfortunate because I like both of them, and but now I'm like, ooh, when you do something in real life, like I can't, I don't like Tom Cruise anymore. Haven't for years. Once you cross over, and I know too much about you, and you're crazy, or you say something dumb, or you know you're not a great person, it's hard for me to get on board with whatever show they're on. So. And that happens a lot to me because I always am looking up people's like personal lives when I should just be watching the show. And that's all I wanted to say because it's a legacy. I mean, it was, like the uh, old. Having man. not seen a lot of the original Charmed, uh, other than what I've caught with you watching, and I've it, seen all of it. Um, is there really? Are there any homages to or tie-ins to the original series with this new one? Intentionally. I mean, I mean it's the same basic story. You know, it has yet. I mean. What is the it's premise? It's a great reboot. What is the premise I think of Charmed? it's a good reboot. The premise is three sisters who are the charmed ones, which means they are like witches that are like special because they have these extra abilities and they end up having to fight the demon world and keep humans safe, you know, without them knowing. So they're special course, wizards. And save witches and blah, blah, blah. They're, they're not just witches, they're special witches. They're special witches. So, okay. Mm-hmm. They have a, the power of three because they're three sisters. In the original... Was there a movie? There were No. In the original, there were three sisters, but then one sister died, Shannon Doherty, because nobody liked working with her. See, that's another... Where you get in trouble when I start looking things up. Anyway, so then they had a long-lost sister come into the picture. And then this one also had a long-lost sister, but there was only two of them. And then... So they definitely have... Like, you can see where they're coming. It's a good reboot. It's hold pretty on, direct. Hold on. Um, Julian McMahon is yeah. in, is in charm. Mm-hmm. Is he a good guy, or bad guy? Bad, obviously. Uh, he, this okay. is Kaylee Cucho. Kaylee Cuoco. Cuoco. Yeah, from. Yeah, She's was, in it. She must have been yeah. super young. Yeah, that was right around that show that she did with like something about John Ritter. Yeah. Wasn't she also in like that the the uh, something pizza parlor with uh, Ryan Reynolds that, or something? Maybe. Anyways, Anyways, so... Rose McGowan, they picked really weird pictures for these people. I'm trying to remember Holly Marie Combs. She plays a... Piper. Arya's mom on... On a Pretty Little Liars. You remember um, Arya's mom? And what's his... Anyway, so, yeah. Um, it's unfortunate because I like both series. Honestly, I feel like this one, it, it you know, has it, it its advantages when your technology is better, better your graphics are better. Like, Sure. Uh, but, but also, you know, they're, it's, they're it's, basically the same. It's a CW show, and they're very big on uh, representation and mm-hmm, like stuff like right. that. So I think that's why, I mean, like, I, you know, I at this point, I just expect that kind of stuff from uh-huh. the CW, you know? And I, I appreciate I, it. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of shows that, you know, like all my shows, even... Like you never watch it, but the DC's Legends of Tomorrow uh-huh. one, the one with the girl that you don't like because she has a butt chin or something like that. Oh. 
<laughs> I don't not like her. Is it Butterchin? Is that what the, the term is? <laughs> it's not that I don't like her. I'm sure she's very nice. You just, you make fun of her. I don't make fun of her. Listen. Oh, that's not Don't true. make me be like this. Don't. They give her so much makeup in that show. It's, it's unacceptable. That show has gone it, so far off the rails from where it started. Like that it's, it's, it's so its own thing. And it's, I can't imagine. I would love to know the demographics of like who watches the show. Other People than like you. There's I, a lot of you out I, It's there. goofy and I like the goofiness. It's it's basically superheroes meets Doctor Who is, is the premise. Yeah, that's, and it just mm-hmm. keeps going weirder and weirder. And it doesn't like, there doesn't, you know how like shows like they'll do like a weird season and they, they course correct to come back. They always bring it back to this like thing. Like they always try to come back. Like Supernatural was always like that. We always bring it back to like demons, blah, blah, blah. Supernatural was man charmed. It was for people, <laughs> men who charmed. wanted to watch Charmed but felt like some kind of way about it. It was I like basically to watch Supernatural. the same. Basically the same. Smoking stogie, had a bit of whiskey. Except they didn't have power. Man charmed. <laughs> <laughs> so that's all. Uh, that's all. Yeah, I, I don't say. care. I like you know I enjoyed Supernatural. What I saw of it, I it got to the point though there was just so much like it the story. Um. It's like they didn't know what to do with it, and they kept going in a direction I didn't really... Yeah, that kind of happened with Charm, too. Like, where the <clears> villain... They introduced the villain, they and, and they wanted to keep coming back this one villain, and the villain was not... It was just... A, it didn't... There was nothing gravitating around that storyline, but they kept coming back to that storyline. Didn't story that kind of happen to all of our shows? Kind of happened with Buffy... Did it happen with Angel, Buffy? I didn't watch Angel a lot of Angel. I've only, seen, uh, I've only seen the first season of Angel and I liked it. I don't know. I, I the know. first several seasons of Most Angel. because well, like one guy from, from... Oh, it was when... I can tell you the downfall of Angel when he had a child. That was he the beginning a child? of the end. Yeah, and it was a terrible storyline. And the actor they picked was uh, like... He was like um, Harry Potter from the one where everybody hates him. Did you know they have all come out now against um, Joss Whedon? Even Sarah Michelle Geller, I think so. Yeah. Really? Uh, well, I don't remember. Uh, I don't want to say that for sure. I'm gonna look that up uh, later. The guy who That's plays my Angel has basically backed up or supported other David people. Boreanaz. He's never said. I don't think he said anything against Joss Whedon mm-hmm. directly, but he has said he supports those who accuse Interesting. him. Interesting. Um, oh, and did you? I told you that thing about um, the lady who plays Wonder Woman, Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. What about her? How oh, she yeah. came out and, and said like how she was felt and she was told that certain things that she yeah, was that she, she was gonna lose her role as Wonder Woman and all that stuff. Oh no from Joss Whedon and all stuff. And like Yeah, right. Out, <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, Joss. what I would have said if I were her. You're hilarious. I said your name I would have thought right your name is Joss. Wait, what kind of name is that? It's not even Josh. It's hand, just Joss. Hand me a mirror. <laughs> oh no. I'm keeping this job. <laughs> you might not be. Yeah. <laughs> I don't any you know, I, I don't know if he's gonna It'll be interesting to see what happens with his career because he has kind of stayed stopped. He hasn't done anything since um, his involvement in Justice League, and uh, now that all this stuff came out, the people that gave him the most support were the nerds, and geeks, and mm. now they don't they don't swing that way. They go yeah. nah. Yeah, you, that's what I've always appreciated about comic book people because we're we're the 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 core group. Are all people that have been bullied in some way and don't uh-huh. fit in, and They're so on the fringes. No offense. So we, we look out for other people on the fringes. That's, That's right. the premise. Mm-hmm. Once you start picking on people on on other fringes, you're just the, the, another bully. Right. We don't, and that's like yeah. there's immediately go. Mm, I'm done. Yeah. So, um, that was it for this week in geek. There's a couple other things I might touch on. I don't that aren't. Let's this save is, it. Yeah, we'll save it for outside this week in geek. 
Um, so this is a thing that I could have put in This Week in Geek, but uh, I started watching a show. It's been out for um, a y- over a year now, so it's in season two now. I'm not there yet, but and I just started watching it. It's called Mythic Quest, and um, I f- watched the first episode. I'm like, I don't really know if this is for me because it's kind of, it's, it's almost like, you never seen a show that's trying too hard to be something that you like? Mm-hmm. So the premise of the show is that this is a, 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 a it's about a uh, video game firm group uh, that makes MMOs. They're making they're making this like World of Warcraft. I know what an MMO is. And, but no, I'm just saying like that's kind of but oh, it's like thematically, right. it's very mm-hmm. like swords and sorceries kind of stuff like that. Oh. And like any kind of the, the the comedic drama that goes on behind it. There's a lot of like comedic talent. There's the I don't know. I never watched It's Sunny in Philadelphia, but one of the leads from that is the lead mm-hmm. in this. Mm-hmm. Is he the one with the beard? Yes. Oh. Um, but I just want to premise that that the, and I've. So I've, I, I, I'm, I'm hooked. But can I can ahead. I stop you really quick? Yeah. Because I just want to say this, and I probably should wait till we're not recording. But when you start talking about comic book stuff or slash nerd stuff, you get really excitable, and you start like cutting off your senses really short, and you're even like you just you really should have waited just, to talk no, about this outside I the podcast. Like, I feel like you you just need to take a breath. And so, because I want people to hear what you're saying. This is my venting point. This is where I get to release that. But no, I, but they're not going to hear it because of you. you, 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 you yeah. Leave me alone. It's fine. It's exciting. Okay. I just want to preface that's a show, Mythic Quest. It's it's actually really good. What okay. I've seen of it, I'm almost done with the first season. But there's a specific episode that you can watch without having any. Just watch it. Watch it in its own. It's its own story. Uh, it's episode six. It's called. Um, I gotta get this right. Um, uh, a dark, quiet death. It's got a, one of the highest reviewed episodes uh, of the of the show. Um, and you don't need to. You don't need to. Like I said, watch any of that because it, it, it's it's kind of this weird thing where like I start watching it and you're like, this is it my did I, oh, did I watch the wrong show? Like, am I am I on the wrong channel? And it because um, it's a completely different cast. It's not in the original. It's not in the show. Uh, it's got that guy um, from. I would say he does the voice of Spider Man from Spider Verse, but he's he's also he's the guy from. Uh, oh, he was on in um, uh, Tag. Uh, he was also in. Oh, that guy. Um, you'd see, you'd know his face. What's that show? That show that I watched. That 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 comedy the Cobra show. Kai one. No, the no. comedy show that's on Netflix, but it was on. It's. I don't know. Anyways, I'll forget the guy's name, but. Um, so it's a standalone episode, basically. And the reason I want to bring that because it talks about legacy, it's actually like, man, it, it's like, it's this, um, it's about these two people in, in gaming, they meet each other at like a, at like a it takes, starts like 1993, and they meet each other in like a, like a blockbuster or something, or a GameStop kind of thing, mm-hmm. and, um. And they get to talking and, and like and they're flirting a little bit and it's like he's like and the girls really like I don't like he's like oh you're a girl in gaming he's like yeah I like games what so about like and like and she she's like any of the games that she's been looking at and he says you know like what about this one what about this one and he's like he's like well none of these games are these are all stupid like I want a game that's like thought provoking and like you know like engaging and not jump on a mushroom and or shoot a bunch of bullets mm-hmm. and it's like well. You made that game and I'll produce it. Oh yeah, you'll produce it. Like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a game producer, and that's the pr- that starts off uh-huh. the episode. And they, 
And it's kind of about the whole episode is about their relationship, and she's kind of uh, is played by that girl who was in um, uh, was was the the mom in How I Met Your Mother. In, the, oh, in that movie we just saw, uh-huh. yeah, I, I don't remember. know her name, the one with the eyes. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's the girl, and she plays this kind of like goth girl that's like. Wait, what? What is this show called? The show is called Mythic Quest. This is a single episode that what, has. What uh, is this on? Like Hulu or HBO? Uh, Apple TV. Okay, I feel like I've seen some. Because I've been watching it. I don't know if you. Been, no, I don't know how you. When when do you watch all these well, shows? Well, I, I, I heard about the show. I understood the premise. It's like, I, I feel I owe it as a nerd to watch the first episode. Who do you owe it to? Nerdum. Oh, Nerds everywhere. Nerdum. Geekdom. Okay. And I enjoyed it. And it was good. good. I, I like it. And uh-huh. this, it's actually really funny. Um, But. This specific episode, it's, it has funny parts, but it's very, like, heartfelt. It's very, like, about their relationship and about how she has this, like, really integral, integral part, um, which ties into legacy, is that she wants to, she, they end up developing this game called, that it's called Quiet Dark something, whatever, something gothic sounding. Mm-hmm. And the premise being <clears throat> that it's a dark kind of horror game and all the main character just has a flashlight and that's it. Mm-hmm. No guns. And... You, you never kill the monsters. You don't kill the monsters. It's just you have. It's just you have to face your fears and you're the. I deal with them, run whatever. That's like the premise of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they make it, and it's like a small like Doom style game or whatever at start. Mm-hmm. And they, the whole episode, they keep moving up like from ninety three, ninety five. They move up through game stuff, and, and at one point they get a part where like they're like, oh well, you know, like you. Um, your, your game is a success. Like, yeah, it's great. Like, well, we're going to make a sequel. Like, okay. Uh, like, how do we... Like, well, let's buy a studio. We'll buy a studio or whatever. And they do that. And then they shape, they purposely pick this studio that has a history of, like, a, where people were burned alive or whatever in it because she's super gothic and whatever. Um, and he's super supportive of her. And so... But as they go further along, it, 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 as, as happens in games or movies and stuff like that, that the focus groups start asking, stuff like, well... We really want to have, like, we want to be able to, to shoot the monsters. We want to put a gun in it. Like, well, this isn't about guns. This is about the person has a flashlight and that's it. Well, the focus groups really think that, you know, if they if they're able to kill or the monster, then they, you know, like, yeah, but you don't kill the monster. You don't win the game. That's, you never win this game. This game is, the point is it's, it's, a, it's a fear that you have to overcome and stuff like that. So, but so they start making, she start, they start making um, concessions. In, in, in the game in order to grow the game and its audience or whatever. And basically it's, they come to the point where like um, they get the, the, they, you know, they get married they get in this huge fight over this because he's like I've always been supportive of this stuff like you don't ever like like that we get awards and stuff like this and you don't like but like we, if, if we didn't do this we wouldn't have money we wouldn't even be here we won't you know like you can't do anything you know it's, it's that art versus um, you know money money um and so and it's also the story about integrity. And so at some point they agree, like, okay, we'll we'll do this, we'll make this concession and we'll and whatever. And so and the next the next cut up is they're 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 divorced. Um and and he's still in charge of the company and, and, and he's still making these concessions, concessions, and finally he gets to the point where he's like, Man, I'm not I'm I'm not I don't care anymore. I'm not doing it. I'm not gonna have this is the one line I said death. He's like I will not allowed to kill you're not allowed to beat death that's the premise that's the one line he drew in the sand with, with his wife he's like we're not going to beat death we can't do it so okay, okay 
And so uh, he, he, I guess he got bought out or a lot, sold the company or whatever. And then, and he meets her back and it ends and they're back together at the end of the, uh, at like a GameStop again. And they meet again. And kind of, it's just this really heartfelt thing. But the, the point I want to bring about legacy is that oh. like, why, um, like when you start off something, like you want, and, and when you have to create a process of things and you want, you want something to have a legacy, you want something to be big and meaningful, like to last longer than yourself right you um the, the hope is always that you do something that leaves an impression on someone else other than yourself right that's mm-hmm. general legacy um people always talk about having their kids their legacy and they want their kids to do better than they don't want their kids to suffer in the ways that they suffer they don't want people to they want to have more opportunities than they had stuff like that mm-hmm. to leave a legacy so um i just think it's interesting like i want to using this episode as a premise is that how someone can start off with good intentions um and just through being slapped in the face by life, that can over years that how it can change, mm-hmm. or you give in. Um, and I just want to talk a little about legacies and kind of like where, who are we, and what kind of legacies we want to leave behind. Mm. So I want to give give you that little thing, like what you know. That was a long thing. I know. What is something that you consider a legacy, well, or what's something that you want? Here's the wanna, thing: I don't know about legacies. In the in the way that, you know, I feel like there's something to human nature of, you know, we feel really small and insignificant when you look at the vast, you know, world. When you go to the ocean and you're like, wow, I'm really small. When you look up at the stars and, you know, yeah. really dark, you know, whatever it is that makes you feel, um, that makes you feel like, you know you're very you're minute compared to everything around it puts you, you in your place kind and of and there's also this fear of death and and that when you die people aren't going to remember you or people aren't going to know you what did you do to kind of it's to me it's more like it seems about living on it seems like you're afraid of death you're afraid that you're so small that it's it it's easier for you to work towards something to put on this earth so that in a way you don't die you know like in a way you live on people remember you even if you're not here if you write you know really popular books that people will read like tolkien or c.s lewis or whoever it is like they you know we're still talk about it talking about them all these years later and we'll continue to do so but at some point you won't though right i mean at some point great philosophers of the past we just don't reference as much and once you start even slowly reference them less and less and then to the point where it's just like right and that's it's just the, a name you're like oh yeah, yeah. That was a philosopher and see but it's all for us the I legacy part what the you mean? legacy seems like it's for us maybe i'm just very pessimistic about it you're but that you're that goth girl in the, in the episode I just talked about but it seems like it's just a way for you to cope with reality yeah or the fact that you know like i feel like that every time okay and maybe i am a goth because (laughs) i like to go to cemeteries you know yeah you're a goth and i hate the idea and i hate the idea of death which is you know i mean i anyway i don't even want to talk about it so why do you go to cemeteries because i because it bothers me that there are all these people here that nobody remembers anymore nobody visits Mm. them they're like from the 1800s none of their family you know what i mean they all died on the wagon train and nobody remembers them and it's sad 
you know so this is getting really kind of depressing but but that's how I kind of think about legacies and when you talk about your kids like that's the easy one to do like well I had kids and they're smart and they're beautiful and they're great and they're gonna do something so maybe that's enough you know but then there are people who really like well I need to I need to be known I need to be famous or I need to have this think, much wealth or this you know like I think most people struggle with that short term legacy like which is like a generational kids like you want your kids you want the best for your kids that's a simplistic kind of legacy you don't yeah. you don't need to be like I don't need to be known outside my family mm-hmm. I just want to be like you know I just want to be a good dad or a good husband right yeah and you can have I mean you I mean obviously hopefully when you have children you want the you want better for them than you know certain things sure. that you had but it feels like a lot of times though it's very common that even though people who try really hard to, to direct their kids to not do something or to not either something they don't want them to suffer through or something they don't want maybe they don't want them to be like them in some way and mm-hmm. somehow it always kind of it doesn't matter like it yeah. it chooses their own path a lot of times and sometimes it's just the same path and sometimes it's not the same path um I just want to point out those really funny things I before we started this podcast I googled legacy the first thing that came up was legacy hospital oh <laughs> that I had to like scroll down and so here's the definition from Miriam Webster's legacy first one is a gift by will especially of money mm-hmm. or other personal property a bequest that's a legacy mm-hmm. yeah it's really weird that's really cheap I think it's kind of cheap as legacy like the first the first off is money yeah okay. well number two is something transmitted by or received from an ancestor or predecessor or from the past a legacy of the ancient philosophers the war left a legacy of pain and suffering and the third one is a candidate from membership in an organization oh, yeah. such as like a legacy yeah like for one of those things called those houses that, thank you um so the second one's the one i was thinking when i think like i never think about money being a legacy or like a, a house being i a do it because they always talk about that when really rich people die or like you know and they leave something <laughs> the legacy is a certain foundation which was started by a bunch of money you know yeah but mm-hmm um and kind of like, and like tie it back to that kind of what we talked about. When we geek with that, that whole um, Jupiter's legacy. It was kind of like, you know, their story was like they wanted to, um, they felt that they were the first superhumans and they wanted to leave this, leave such an impression in the world for their children and, and stuff like that. They felt like they they were called to be superheroes to change history, and then their kids end up, you know, kind of just throwing that to the wayside in a lot of ways. Um, and I don't want to, again, I don't know where that show ends, but I know where the book ends. And of it, course and you do. And you like to say it and you also will let us know about the show. But more importantly yeah. about legacy in that is the same thing. Like the dad is getting mad that his son isn't doing it the right way or whatever. It, it becomes kind of about him and not about this, Them. you know, this idea. Like it's more, I don't know if it's uh really that selfless that's one of those things like you know like and it kind of points out like if captain america had a son what kind of father would it be do you know what i'm saying like because he's like he'd be a superhero and always be gone there's that there's also this like like there's a child always look up up, live up to your dad being captain america um and also a good point in legacy is that whole the the we just saw the winter soldier and 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 falcon falcon soldier Mm -hmm. 
and how he Falcon had to step into the legacy of Captain America was a good point because and that was a way better I think than the Stewart's legacy and is that and that it says like how do you how do you step into this role that has been so well defined and envisioned and 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 do you like do you bring yourself in do you leave yourself out of it you know like I think that's where he struggled with it was uh-huh. he didn't want to bring he's like Captain America everyone knows who Captain America is but um, they don't know like what. Uh, th- I feel like the dog's gonna bark here in a second. Yeah, let's take a quick break. Okay. And we're back after a little short walk in the dog and checking on the babies. Babies are fine. They never got up at all. And Tiny I, is he still naked? I mean, he has he has a, he has a pull up on. Yeah. Um, he, look he looks comfy. Enough? He's he's set. All right. He's there's no. He, he had the nerve to tell me when I tucked him again in again for the second time. That I took his guy. What guy? Because he was hiding a guy, a little oh, toy. That little scorpion thing? Yeah. And he's like, You took my guy. I'm like, I know. You're not supposed to have a guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when Sebastian gets found out, he like has that smile like he's been caught. Tiny straight ups confronts you. Like, what are you doing <laughs> taking my guy? Who do you think you are? Like, who do you think you are? They're angels. Oh, jeez. Wow, that came full circle. <laughs> Fast. Got whiplash. How quickly that turned around. Um, anyway, so you were saying about a legacy. So, yeah. I mean, um, I guess when I think about legacy, I don't know. Like, everyone, like, I know, I'll, I'll say, I, I imagine, like, always, like, in my imagination, I, w- I would love to leave some and be some importance out there to somebody, like, to the world or something. But I, and re- realistically, I just want to be... Uh, not, I want to be a good memory to my family. Oh, oh, you're so cute. Don't do that. Now you, you made it weird. Now you with the odds. But Aww. what I'm saying is like, I mean, like everyone thinks like, I mean, <clears throat> I think at least like in my head, like I always feel like, like I have these like, yeah, you know, like what you, you want to be famous or, or popular, not popular, but famous or something like that, or, you know, or known yeah, or something I, like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not really about legacy. That's about popularity. Right. Well, you were talking about leaving your legacy like doing something important right that's the same thing sure i mean i mean not that you're i'm saying you know not that tom cruise is doing anything important quite the opposite um but you know yeah yeah i get what you're saying like you do something that that's now that's the positive way a legacy like leaving a good legacy like you've helped people you've left this place a little brighter you know Right, and that's mm-hmm. what I think. Like you know, like um, I would say, like we there's hope that that w- what's been going on in our world, like that future generations won't have to deal with the same stuff. I'm sure they'll deal with whole other new stuff, but and some sure they'll deal with some of the same stuff that we've been dealing for forever. But like you know, like racism is there a way we can address racism or um, you know abuse of the poor and vulnerable and like you know like. You know, every generation keeps talking about how like it's always oh, always it's only gotten worse. Like, yeah, I guess it has. Well, tell me when it ever gets better. Like, no, it has gotten better. I mean, we used to legit throw babies off a cliff when they didn't look. Sure, right. but you I'm know not, what like, I mean. There's some like, pretty. I mean, they didn't call them the dark ages. There's for never no been reason. a good time where people talk about the economy. Like, like, oh, economy's gotten so much better. Like, no, I thought that was like the eight, late eighties and nineties. No, the eighties were not. I mean, like, I don't know. Uh, you know what? And the people who talk about that, 
have no business talking about that. They're like, man, back in our day, we had health insurance and a good paying job, nine to five, two cars on, you know, 40,000 a year. And they're still trying to complain about something. You know what I mean? Nowadays, it's actually rough. And it was actually rough back in, you know, during the Depression. But there is that group of people. I think it might be our parents' age. The The boomers. What about the boomers? They're always complaining about something. And they have, they had it great. They still have it great. They didn't get drafted into any wars, you know. They didn't, right? I mean, that's like after Vietnam. Uh, You know, there's still, you know, Desert Storm. Nobody was drafted. Iraqi war. No one was drafted. No draft, no. Yeah, so, I, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if boomers or if that's... I know my mom is one, and she was born in 52. So, anyway, what I'm saying is... Yeah, they, they're still they're still complaining about Which is stuff. funny, because I'll, I'll, I'll say that whenever I look back in the past, it's always, like, with, like, roast tinted glass, glasses, you know? Like, I, I love things of the past. I don't uh-huh. love the negative things of the past. Like, you know... Yeah. Sexism and the you know racism, uh-huh. all fun stuff, yeah, yeah. all the isms. Mm-hmm. But like you think about like oh man, like I remember like this was really great back then, or oh I like all these memories and how. But that's just it's more personal. It's not something like it's like necessarily that it was good or better back then. You know, like we I I talk with you know like our neighbors and stuff about like toys from the eighties and stuff like that. Like yeah, I like toys in the eighties and like, but like my parents always talked about how like they didn't like our eighties toys because they're all made of plastic and. They're all their toys are right. Metal. Like, That's what I'm saying. They're you're are complaining for no good reason. <laughs> I mean, and I, and I always I always grew up like, oh, we uh, everything's made from China. What is going like? Yeah, everything is made from China. I'm sorry. Wait, you know I'm not what? sorry. You should be sorry. You know you're, everything's, you're is your the reason everything's made from China. Exactly. <laughs> and you know what's funny about that? It's come full circle now because I tell the kids when we go to the dentist. First of all, they love the dentist. Now even Tiny loves the dentist. And what? every time we drive by it, he says, can we go there? I said, no, you have to have an appointment and you only need to go twice a year. And mommy hates it, but that's what I say on the inside of my head. And and I, and I you know why they love it is because they want a toy, one of those terrible cheap little toys that breaks as soon oh as you gosh. get home. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. And I always tell them they're, they're China. They're from China. They're cheap. And so they love China. They, now... Sebastian loves China. Love he wants China, to go. my favorite. <laughs> he wants to go to China, and he likes things from China. Thinks, he wants to imagine it's just covered with toys. Yeah, it's like the roads are littered with little. They don't care if they break apart. There's um, some little, you know, they'll play with a broken oh piece gosh. of trash, and it's from China, and it's awesome. So this morning, they chose. For, I like how they go, they get to watch a show. The show that they choose, the show that they wanted to watch was Treasure Hunter X YouTube channel. Like the yeah. thing about like that's toys. your fault. That stuff is like I'm watching. I'm like my gosh, this stuff's junk. Like I was like, oh the toys. Yeah, I was like, it looks so bad. I mean, the only like, but like I get the appeal. Like I get the appeal of it. Like it's instant gratification. So the toys are they come in these little things and you have to break them open. And this one's kind of you know like like oh. Yeah, in my brain, that's kind of cool. But then the lasting battery is like, well, I think after it's that, just plastic. Yeah, so you break open a bottle, you, and it has, there's a, a squid you pop out. Mm-hmm. I've heard goose out the the figure. Mm-hmm. But then you also get this little dissolvable chest that you put in water, and the water, and it, once you dip in water, it opens, and you either get another figure or you get a gold coin. So at least they're trying. Yeah, it's creative. Like, but the opening, it just becomes more about the opening process and the packaging. But it's not like I don't know. I, 
I like uh, like I spent my, when I was younger like I didn't get <clears throat> when I had to get you know an option to get toys I did like all these things like okay what do I really really want not like I want this I want that but like what like if I, I want something that, that I'm gonna once I get it I'm gonna like having it down the road <gasps> you know um my, a lot of times there's just this concept like you want it's just about you want this now instant gratification like uh-huh. I want that to because it looks pretty mm-hmm. once I get it even like now it's even like I don't even have it yet but I already want something else other than this it's just so weird you know yeah I know and like, and Sebastian talks about it too I don't think I, I, I've come to realize it's not like he's shallow or anything it's just that's just that's just normal we just like like little kids want the next thing they want this next and thing and you know what a part of it could be <clears throat> And you know why? I don't know why. Because of all the boxes of toys that you've saved from your childhood. I've saved us money and given them joy. And you bring out all these Transformers and they hardly get to play with one and you're already, should we give them this one? Should should I introduce them to Beast Wars? Because you're just trying, you're like, now you're getting to relive your childhood. So you're like, oh, now it's time for this and it's time for that, you know? Yeah. And that's why. I've already said that I've already got a set of toys set aside just for when school's done. See, I'm excited. See, you're the one. You're the one doing it. <laughs> I I just don't want like. Why then, does he then get? Why does he get toys? New toys just for it being summer. It's summer. That's the reward. Sam, they're not new toys. They're from the '80s, yes, love. Yes, but to him, they're new, and he's getting something. Oh, school ended. I get this now. Let me log that for next year. Um, Every time, they I don't think know. But they then, get but then it's like, all the like time. okay, but like, oh, it's Tuesday. I get something. Okay, I have a box of toys. Should I just give them all at once and be done with it? And they go, "That's all I've ever had. That's it." And then, then, <laughs> then, then, then they they can they can move on and like like oh I want like oh that's it that's all there is. Save it for birthdays but and that's Christmas. The problem, like, no birthdays and Christmas. But then at some point they're no longer gonna want it, and I'm gonna reach a point where there's stuff in the box that they never got a chance. That's to That's fine. With. Give it away. No, no, I want them to so experience again, those. So this is two. about you. So I think my strategy is better. I think. So don't complain think, when Sebastian just, wants to watch the next thing on YouTube and then and wants oh that looks. Cool. I want that next. That comes. Directly. I do blame. I blame myself for them wanting to watch a show that's really just reviews of a cheap that toy. That says you're the one who showed them that. <laughs> it just says China on the back of the head. It's your legacy <laughs> that you've passed down to him. That is straight your genetics. I. It's like that's why I call him Ryan all the time because you and him are a lot alike in certain. I ways. was, but I. Nope. I feel like I got. I feel like I got a lot of toys. You did. When I was younger, but I never asked for really anything. Yes, you did. You don't know. I do because you told me the stories of how your grandma would ask you what you wanted for Christmas, and you would circle. I saw one of. I saw one of them because no, your that mom a, that, said, that's, shh, 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 that's a Christmas wish list. That's you're different. Doing that's it a Christmas again. wish list. You're talking over me. I have to correct you. It's it's the same thing. You they ask. You're saying, "Oh, I want this, and I want to circle all these things." I saw all the things that were circled on that, and guess what? You got. None of them. Everything that was circled. That's not true. So don't come true. at my kids. That's not true. That's what you said. You said she that's bought not, you everything. No, that's what my mom said. Oh, all right. I don't know. So, I don't. I didn't get everything on that well, list. I just, I didn't, okay, so the problem was, okay, what it was, was my mom says, here, make a Christmas list. Like, okay. And that's the best part. You just go, I want all, like, sure. Do I, but do I need, do I expect that I'm getting to get all this? No, we're just like, I like this, I like this, I like this, I like this. And, but my grandma didn't understand when she got the Christmas list. She didn't understand. That she thought it was a, a buy list. 
So she, she. I'm assuming she sold a car and so, got all those toys. So you are saying that she did get you everything? She, uh, you I. I oh, oh, oh! Now you're backpedaling again. Let's just let it. Let the record state that you are the reason why our son is like this. And he's great, by the way. I didn't I'm get not all, saying I didn't get all, you did. No, I didn't. You got a lot of stuff. I got out. a lot. I won't say I didn't get a lot. I mean, I, I didn't get a lot. I mean, like comparatively, compared to me, you got a, a shit ton. I don't even want to hear. But about what, it. I was never like I was never like expecting to get that stuff. You know what? My when I got asked what I wanted for Christmas, I didn't get handed a Toys R Us catalog. I got handed a blank sheet of paper. And my ass had to come up with those ideas straight from my head. What did you write down? I wrote down three things. What? All three things on your list. What were they? Literally, I used to write down lip gloss, uh, slippers. Sure, you old woman. <laughs> and like you know, so I. And, and like what was the third one? Or like a, what was a toy? I was more like. Was it a Barbie? No. Uh, was it a life size Barbie? It was not. Mm-hmm. Okay. I never asked for that. Was it a gift? That was just something my grandma. Okay. Why assume? Did you? Were you not into Barbies? No, I would be not really. I don't know. Did you have a Barbie, like other like regular sized Barbies? Animals a lot. I sure. used to play. I used to play hospital, and you know all those bags that blankets come in, those little like plastic with the zipper. You know, like the like the big, the big comforters come in all rolled up. Those sure. Plastic. Yeah. Those we'd empty, and those used to be incubators. And we would have like you had you had an ICU had, for for yeah we had a neonatal intensive unit. care for uh, hay bears yes and diff- and various stuffed animals oh my gosh mm-hmm. that's so sad cinnamon he was my bear marmalade what my was, cat what kind of what, what kind of sicknesses do they have well they were babies were they terminal I, I, no they were babies oh they were babies yes oh they were incubators incubators yes. because there's something wrong with them. Sure. I mean, I'm sure some were premature, some needed surgery. Wow. We went in depth. Yeah, I bet you did. <laughs> the Barbies that I have, that I had, and I think I had three, were given to me. I had the one that that you put in the bathtub. She was the whale trainer because I went through a phase where I wanted to be a whale trainer, like train orcas for like Splash Mountain before I knew, you know, about that. And uh-huh. yeah, she had like a, a swimsuit, like a wetsuit. This is a Barbie wetsuit, uh-huh. Barbie. And when you put her in water, her wetsuit disappeared. Or no, her wetsuit came, like, appeared. On? Yeah. And then when she came out, She's she just was just bikini. wearing a swimming suit. Yeah. I'm confused. So, so it went from a one-piece to a full-piece. Yes. But the one-piece pe- one piece was actual fabric. So just her legs and arms got black. Oh, okay. You never had any My Little Ponies? And I was just just gonna say, guess who was who else was in the bathtub with Barbie? My Little Ponies. I had My Little Ponies. I had a ton of those, but they were all given like hand me downs from people. I wasn't you. You and I come from different sides. Hold of the on. Track. All what right. are you talking about? All my uh, come on now. Listen, um, I will say, I remember being in, in a child in the eighties and watching all of the commercials that came on. Yeah, during they were like, good. And. The one thing that I that the girls always said that I always thought like was cool were the My Little Ponies because they had cool little things like you color things on like that stuff like that. Also, some of the baby not the babies themselves but the technology behind the the the, how the baby bottle you turn upside down and it'd be Mm -hmm. empty like like where did it go? go? Yeah, (laughs) it blew my mind. (laughs) And who didn't want uh what's an easy bake oven? Oh, I had. Oh my gosh. Yeah, all the toys. I was disappointed when I got mine. Mine was a. The creepy crawlers. We didn't get to eat them. You got to make goo bugs. I'm like, this is dumb. Oh, I thought they were candy. 
Later on, they made those those weird mad scientist ones, which I always wanted oh, but never got. That yeah. was that was more the nineties. That was okay. like mid nineties or yeah. I had an easy bake oven. All my nice. To- I had a you know I had a grandmother who bought. Me I might have had stuff. an easy bake oven. Did I have an easy bake oven? Now that's something we should get for the kids. Do they make those though? Yeah, I just saw some today actually. Anyway, now we're talking. Now we're all. Now somehow we've. Now we're both talking about what we're getting them. Um. Oh. Okay. I didn't say. Well. Oh, and just one last thing because yeah. I feel like this is running long, but we're just having, we're fine. Keep having going. a good conversation. I don't care. Whose podcast is it? Oh, that's right. It's our podcast. <laughs> they, you will listen to every word I say. Well, I anyway, when I see podcasts that are like pushing, like 45 minutes is my goal. Yours is always like, because you get into those deep. I listen like, to a lot of Kevin Smith podcasts, and those go, I keep two to three hours. That's insane. I mean. But I listen to also a lot of other short, but I listen to a lot of podcasts. I know. I don't know how you. Where you find the time to watch all these shows. And he's really a good dad, guys. You go to work. You must watch these at work. No, I don't. Well, I, I wish I could watch them at work. Li- you could listen to podcasts at work. I yeah. listen to podcasts if I can't work. Um, I usually listen to them on just driving back and forth. Because yeah. if it's a 10, 15 minute drive, I said 50 minutes on podcasts. Whenever I walk the dog, podcast. So I was thinking, if you worked here and we lived in Astoria, would that be too much of a commute? If I worked here and we lived in Astoria, yes. how long is that commute? Like an hour and 30? Hour and a half? I can... It's an hour and 20, isn't it? Yeah, about... One no, way. One like way. an hour. One no, way. it's like an hour. Um, you could listen to half a Kevin Smith podcast. I and, would and then, if that were the, if that was I mean like at some point I would just like I guess it's just let me just live at work for a bit and then come back. Anyway, um, I was just thinking about that when I was walking the dog. But Do we, um, we have no prospects in Astoria. No, it's just I really like it. Who doesn't? Anyway, what I was gonna say because you were talking about the legacy, like what we're leaving <clears throat> our kids and stuff here on this earth, like blah blah. I mine. Here's me being the goth girl again. Uh-oh. I feel like. Uh oh. I don't even picture that. I picture um, like a dystopian future where Ooh. we're all still alive. Why? And like living in the woods or what? Like I've become like a quiet trained place? in some kind of fighting style, and I wear like really cute like end of the world clothes, you know? <laughs> Naturally. And like, but I'm a badass as well. What are cute end of the world clothes? You know, like Laura Croft. Kind so of just short shorts and like a. A top that's tied. But not because I want to like look cute, but because it's practical for all the fighting I do. Yeah, and seems it's really, hot. Seems really practical. I but don't know. In the, in the uh, future... Also, in this post-apocalyptic world, you think there's a bunch of people looking like there's nobody around. So you're obviously wearing clothes that you're not intending for people to look at. Yeah, I don't, I don't give a shit. Wow. But I still look good. <laughs> but also, it's like... It's like you I don't care who's looking. God's looking, and I need to look good for God. Yeah, see, that's what I picture. Like, it's the end of the world, and <laughs> and I've made it, and I gotta look good. And I'm just trying to hold on. To I'm the not last going day. out the end looking like I'm the end. I'm trying to hold on to the last day. Wow. I don't want to. Most po- post-apocalypse up there, no one looks good. I don't know what this means, post-apocalyptic. I'm talking about uh, at the basically the a large world event has happened, and yeah, there's nobody left. And you're it, in, in, how is there post-apocalyptic's the end? What is this after that? Like, uh, you know, I guess you could say it's a kind of stretch, but like the after Independence Day, like when the aliens have came and blown everything away, but we defeat, defeat the aliens. But that's not apocalyptic. 
It is apocalyptic in the, the sense that entire the, cities were wiped out. Wrong. Because the we still exist. The closest thing I could think of is Endgame. We that's not real. That we are in None of, nothing not if it's real. No, this is real what I'm about oh, to say. Okay, go ahead. Right now oh. we're living in a po- post apocalyptic society if you were a dinosaur. See that makes sense. So that, but, they but, but you had picture, an apocalypse. But the, they had a key apocalypse. element to post-apocalyptic is that it's it's often uh, a less desirable future. Like robots have taken over the world, so there's never like, oh yeah, we, our entire race is gone. But there's another race that came after us, and they're doing fine. So then you're right. <laughs> yeah, writers' insurance, they're they're set. Then there that doesn't even make any sense. What part? There, you, you're right because it would have to be after the apocalypse. It ca- has to be. The complete final destruction of the world is the is the definition of apocalypse. So, what is this post-apocalyptic? You know, uh, so I challenge that uh, term. Anything in a wasteland? Anything like Mad no, Max? No, but it's not. But it's not because it's not the end of the world. The end of the world happened. That's all that's left is people. No, the end of the world didn't happen. If people are still alive, what? A, not everyone has to be alive, right? Yes, it's the end. Of the world. Everyone has to be dead. Right. Well, it's just a story about cockroaches. No. Even them. Oh, cockroaches didn't make it. <laughs> it's a story about Twinkies. Technically, the first, I mean, the, the, the number one definition continues as described in the biblical book of Re- Revelation. So, you know. Really, post-apocalyptic, according to Christianity, would be like some sort of like heaven on earth situation the apocryphic apocryphic writings are supposed to be about like uh after it's it's about it's basically after like jesus left or something it's about how it's about coming to christ and stuff like that so yeah so, but that's not what anybody's talking about all you right know i'm trying to say fine put a little theology in on, <laughs> on tap there for you <laughs> all right um i think it's time to wrap this one up if you like this podcast please like and subscribe uh, we're going to be doing a what? Uh, summer 80s movie madness. Also coming up to look forward to uh, next Wednesday starts uh, the first episode of Loki, I believe. Oh, yeah. So we're going to be talking talk about Loki. Look forward to that. Love him. And we'll hopefully at some point watch uh, Sweet Tooth, which I just realized as much as I want to, I'm really excited about the show, but I just realized Sam's probably not going to want to watch that show because there's sad elements in it. Yeah. But there could be good elements. It's not a happy, funny show Do at all. Do the parents die? Um, Do kids die? Do kids die? Ooh, I don't know if kids die. Ooh, you're going to have to find out because I don't do that. I'm rereading it, so I'm only... If you remember, I didn't watch Aquaman, so I'm definitely That's not. really weird. Uh, the, like, the, the uh, overall... I really uh, hate when p- parents Aquaman's abandon their kids. a very positive action All right? I movie. don't like when parents abandon their kids. And uh, it's, if it's for unnecessary reasons. She's trying to save them. Move to Utah. How does that help? She can't move to Utah. She's a mermaid. There's no ocean in Utah. She's a mer, mer- she did, person. She goes on land. But she needs salt water. That's not what they said. They would die without water. That's Wrong. why she has to live by a lighthouse. No, she doesn't. She takes weekly swims. If you want to have us to suggest an 80s movie, you know, do something on... Do we have a Facebook? No. Yeah. We'll post something on you Facebook. Have. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, well, you know what? 
also just go to our anchor.fm yeah with the nobody's kids. gonna do that just do that but they won't but please <laughs> <laughs> all right this goes out to all you late night parents out there godspeed